the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we started talking about how to share your faith. I promised you this week we would get to 20 tough questions that we would need to know how to answer. It might not happen this week. It might happen next week. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely do it this week or next week. So let's pray and get started. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you. And Lord, when we share our faith, we're sharing the love that you have placed within us. We are sharing the fact that you are love. And that because of your love, though we didn't deserve it, you have given us eternal life through the atonement work of Yeshua, our Messiah, the blood of the Lamb. So, Father, we're rejoicing in you today. We're rejoicing in the fact that we have salvation. We're rejoicing in the fact that you've called us into the body of believers and we pray that this day and every day, we truly could be your disciple. So we love you. We bless you and pray that all that we do, including this program, would bring you glory in the name of Yeshua. Amen. OK, well, as most of you know, um, if you'd like any information concerning our program would you like to support it you can call karen at 813-831-5673 or go to our email um uh, or i'm sorry our website at heartofmessiah.org or you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org so I also ask that uh, you download the TLV Bible app, which is a great app. Not only does it give you the TLV translation, the Tree of Life version, um, which is a, a Messianic translation, similar, I would say, to the New American Standard in its accuracy. Um, 
wonderful readability. Uh, but also in that app, you get the blessings for Shabbat. You get uh, you can click on uh, sharing and then Bible activists and you can see all sorts of information about evangelism. So uh, I would recommend that to you. Also, if you'd like to join us, currently we have approximately 25 people a week going out and sharing our faith. Um, my hope is that each this will continue. Um, we go out uh, four or I guess five nights a week right now. And uh, we meet and then pray and then send people out two by two. So if you're interested, certainly contact us and we'll be happy to get you into that uh, scheduling. So this week I went out again, and this time we went to the International Mall. My partner and I ended up speaking to four people extensively. We spoke actually with people who worked at the mall. Two of them were Jewish, and one of them had a boss who was Jewish. So I really feel like we we spread a lot of seeds out. We didn't bring them to salvation, but uh, we know where they are. We I. I hope to follow up and you can pray for us. But this is really I've I've just I'm learning that uh, to share in this manner. It's not only very intentional and purposeful, but it's fun. And so, again, if you want to get involved with this, email me at rabbi rabbi at um, So last week I talked about a key requirement in sharing. Do you remember what it was? The first key requirement to share your faith is to build trust with the person you're talking to. And the way you do that is ask them questions. Remember, when we ask questions and listen carefully to the answers and respond to the answers, we gain trust. And in a sense, we get permission to have that conversation. So, if you leave out this step and just talk, you might win a war of words, but you won't win the person's heart to the Lord. So that is number one. Uh, it's a great thing to do. We're going to go. Uh, we talked also about connecting with relevant topics about God, but um, we'll, we'll go further right now in how to share. And one of the things, especially with Jewish people, is to ask questions about their tradition. So you could say something like, I'm celebrating Passover, but I don't understand how to explain why we break the middle matzah, hide it away, redeem it for money, and then have everyone share a piece. <laughs> so um, most Jewish people won't know how to answer it. And so that is makes for an interesting discussion. So. Or you can ask, in Judaism, how is sin atoned for? And then from there, uh, we develop our opinions from Judaism. Are we getting them from man or from the Bible? And this is how we proceed in that discussion. Or in, in Judaism, do they believe in heaven and hell? In fact, somebody just asked me that last week. And so uh, one of the ways... I would answer that is to say, well, 
what do you believe? And then I'll say, well, as a Jewish person, I subscribe to what it says in Daniel 12, 1 and 2. And which says, at that time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people will arise. There will be a time of distress such as never occurred since the beginning of the nation until then. But at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt. So I might say something like, well, I'm not sure about heaven and hell, but I, when I awake, I would like everlasting life as opposed to everlasting contempt. What about you? <laughs> so the question is, is your name written in the book, the book of life? And how does it get written in the book of life? And you go into that discussion and it becomes a lot of fun. You've got to have fun sharing. You really do. So think of traditions that you can ask about. And um, so if you're not dealing with somebody Jewish, you can ask about traditions within Christianity. It's, it's good. So the next thing you do is discuss questions that are usually of interest to most Jews. But I'm going to throw out a caution flag here because what might be interesting to them, you might have huge fights about. Now, I think for the most part, you'll be okay if you talk about Israel. So you could say, are you glad the embassy is now in Jerusalem? You know, the U.S. embassy. That would be a cool thing to talk about. But if you want to talk about abortion, homosexuality and global warming and evolution most Jewish people are on the left side of left <laughs> okay in other words they might disagree with your opinions and then you're going to be arguing about politics instead of God so don't go there okay you got it don't go there. You're, all you're going to do is have a fight. And we know that God's people are not supposed to be involved in fighting. They're supposed to be involved in sharing. Okay. So I hope you understand. Now, you can ask their opinion using biblical questions if they believe in the Bible. So first, you have to find out, do you believe in the Bible? And do you believe we should live by the Bible's rules? So if someone tells you then, after they said they believe in the Bible, oh, well, the reason I'm not interested in becoming a believer in Yeshua is because you hate homosexuals. So how would you answer that? Well... It's a little off the road, but try this one. Proverbs 12.22 says, Lying lips are a detestable abomination to the Lord. Do you think I hate people who lie? If that were the case, I'd hate everybody, right? <laughs> so, why would you think I would hate homosexuals? Because they're homosexuals. That doesn't make any sense. Now, the Bible speaks about homosexuality, and if you'd like, 
I can read to you what it says. But as far as hating homosexuals, no, I'm supposed to love all people. That's what my Bible says. So do you want me to read what it says about homosexuals? And then you can interpret it the way you want to. In Leviticus 18.22, it says, You are not to lie with a man as with a woman. That is an abomination. So now you interpret it. Figure it out. What does it mean? In Romans 1.24, it talks about the very same thing. So you read it. And, you know, if the, if the problem is that you believe a man is God... If somebody says that to you and they're trying to goat you into an argument, say, no, I believe a God became man. I don't ever believe a man is God. But God can do anything, wouldn't you agree? And in fact, in Isaiah 9, 5 and 6, it says, for to us, a child is born, a son will be given to us and the government will be on his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, my father of eternity, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it through justice and righteousness from now until forevermore. The zeal of Adonai will accomplish this. Okay, it looks like scripture also believes that a child will be born and become mighty God. So how does that work? So there are definitely ways you can talk to people and you can ask them if they're familiar with prophecies. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, and, and you can ask if um, they have Bible questions that you would be happy to answer. But once you feel like you're getting into an argument, back away. So I'm going to talk about uh, now a way to deal with people in general. We call it reframe the discussion. Reframe. In other words, take the frame and go to a different frame that they didn't intend to do. Uh, the first way I'm going to suggest is something out of my sales background called feel, felt, found. Easy to remember? Why don't you write it down? It's feel, felt, found. I understand how you feel. Many people have felt the same way, but they have found, do you, you understand? If you have ever listened to, um, on TV, the advertisement that Tom Selleck does for reverse mortgages, the next time you listen to that ad, you will think of feel felt found it is like perfect for that <laughs> but uh, so let me let me explain this a little more i understand how you feel the purpose of saying that is because you want commonality with the person you're talking to you want to them to see that you care and that you understand and you are respecting what they say so you say so if they say well i believe women should have the right to choose 
So you, your first line is not, oh, I don't agree with that. No, your first line is, I understand how you feel. The second line is, many people have felt the same way. So you are showing them they're not necessarily wrong uh, because many people feel in our country, many people feel exactly the same way. But then in number three, the third part, they have found, and you would probably say many of them have found, that, and then you have to give them some sort of fact so that they consider why abortion is should not be used. And so when you say they have found, again, you're taking the pressure off you and your discussion, uh, but you're putting the pressure more on them, who is this unknown group of people that uh, we can blame them they have found and then you say well what do you think of what they have found and you have a discussion rather than an argument know the purpose of what you are talking to somebody about understand the purpose don't get caught in a landmine question so as an example um you have to return to controlling the conversation. If somebody says, I don't believe in God because of the Holocaust, you would say, wow, I understand exactly how you feel. And so many people have left God because of the Holocaust, but they can't understand why God would allow a Holocaust. And I really don't have a good answer for that. But what I have found, which has brought me amazement, that God's miracle of Israel and how so many prophecies are coming to pass are you familiar with the prophecies that pinpoint Israel and Jerusalem coming back to, into Jewish hands in this century and some of the other prophecies about God? Because this shows the amazingness of God, even though he allowed the Holocaust. So what do you think? Or you could take a different idea, which we can say a lot, and we can say something like, um, you know, many people have felt the same way, but honestly, they've figured out that God didn't make robots, so they allow evil, and they allow things to happen that we don't like and we don't want to ever see. But imagine if God made us into robots. That wouldn't be good. So we have to understand that there's, there's good and there's evil, and some people choose evil. But God takes it, just like I described Israel coming into the back, uh, into, you know, Jewish people coming back to Israel. That miracle is what, in a sense, God made out of an awful, awful situation. And we see this a lot in Scripture. Can I give you some other examples? 
Okay, so you get the idea of how to talk to people. Remember, don't argue, don't take an offense, but rather find out what the people believe and try and understand why they believe it. So in the past example, they don't believe in God because they feel that God should be good and God allowed the Holocaust. So now you know what you need to talk about and how you need to reframe it so that they can get past that. So don't argue, don't take offense, but rather find out what they believe, try and understand why, develop trust by not letting the conversation get too tense. So, for instance, if somebody, if, if you don't, didn't like President Obama and you like President Trump and they say, I think President Tr- uh, Obama was the best president ever. Well, so then you would say, well, what things did you feel he excelled in? What what made him such a great president? And maybe you can even mention something that you liked about him. And then switch topics, realizing that if you disagree with him, you will not be talking about the gospel. You'll be talking about President Obama. And remember your purpose. Your purpose is to talk about the good news of Yeshua, the Messiah. Agreement does not mean you're condoning something bad. So 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all so that I might win over more of them to the Jewish people identified as a Jew so that I might win over the Jewish people to those under the Torah. I became like one under the Torah though not myself being under the Torah, so that I might win over those under the Torah. To those outside the Torah, like one outside Torah, though not being outside God's Torah, but in Messiah's Torah, so that I might win over those outside Torah. To the weak, I became weak, so that I might win over the weak. I became all things to all men, so that by all means possible, I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the good news, so that I might be a fellow partaker of it. Do you understand the scripture? Okay, it's not about you. It's about them coming to know Yeshua as Messiah. Okay? All right. Well, listen, we don't have any time left for today. So next week, I promise we're going to get to those 20 questions. Ooh, and they are some tough ones. How can a virgin have a child? Well, that's one of the 20 questions. We'll talk about that next week, right? In the meantime, I'm asking you to download that TLV Bible app. You'll love it. Uh, It's going to really give so many helps, you, including the entire Bible uh, on your app, but also the fact that you'll have evangelistic tools that you can use and blessings for Shabbat and so on. So... And if you'd like our calendar of fall feasts, of where the holidays are and and where we're going to celebrate them, we're going to celebrate one thing in Wesley Chapel, another in Tampa, another in St. Pete. So we're all over the place. 
would you email us and ask us for the fall feast calendars? We'd love for you to join us and bring your Jewish friends to that. It would be great. So go online at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Email me or call Karen at 813-831-5673. Come visit us. We love visitors. Look at us online. Our website, it's new. Look at it. ShoreshTheVid.org or check out our Facebook page, Shoresh David Messianic Synagogue. May the Lord be your first priority and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Would you join me as we close in prayer? Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.